policies. <laughs> yep, I have to. You're like, I also hate hate uh, emotional learning. I also hate empathy for people. Yeah. I hate empathy. No one deserves no one deserves my well, you know, I actually can see you saying that. <laughs> Welcome to the Avenging Hour. I'm Jason. I'm John. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jason, this yes. week is It's the end of the Avengers forever. We don't really talk about episode numbers anymore, but I do find it somewhat appropriate that this is episode 300. Are you sure? Yes. And it is also the... Does this count the fancy episode that you dropped at Thanksgiving? No, that was Avengers oh. Avengers oh, that Spotlight, was Avengers number Spotlight. one. <laughs> you would almost think we planned this. It's weird. For it to be ish yeah. episode 300. It's like we bumped it now, somehow. But yeah, so it's episode 300, and it's also the end of the first one with the Avengers. 402 issues of this title done of course we've read like 500 and some issues of this title because we read west coast avengers and various miniseries we also took a two-year break because we read all those issues <laughs> and we read oodles of annuals and like, and, yeah so it's something these two issues both are part of are part of onslaught mm. we talked a little bit about this last week but just mention the name really let's talk onslaught here's you want to know what i know about onslaught oh please tell me this is what happened when i, I told you last episode I, I left comics for a while in the mid 90s and came back in 2001 and i had to play catch up so what i learned about onslaught was that um charles xavier and magneto's psyche uh mel- melded together and made a giant robot this is a robot <laughs> but yes onslaught is the i believe it's professor x's body but yes. it's a comedy so so what happens? But it's is, not really because it's a giant blue and red robot. <laughs> not a robot. <laughs> he looks like a Shogun warrior. Well, that may be true. So I don't know. During Fatal Attractions, oh, which is another X Men crossover, <laughs> uh, who killed the bunny? Magneto pull pulls Wolverine's adamantium skeleton out of his body, right? Leading to years of of Wolverine with bone claws. It's so dumb. Professor X very upset about this uses his mental powers to shut down, go into Magneto's mind, and shut it down. Right. So, theoretically, Onslaught comes from that, because Professor X was in Magneto's mind, so part of Magneto's psyche ends up in Professor X. That doesn't make any sense. And the two of them together transform Professor X into Onslaught. Nope. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so many problems with this. First of all, the problem being that I don't think Charles Xavier and Eric Lenscher together make an Onslaught. Nope. Because Onslaught is horribly evil. Yeah. And Charles Xavier is only slightly more evil than Magneto. So I don't see that the two <laughs> plus, of them... Plus it's just two old guys' brains, and one of them's in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I feel like the two of them together would make a villain like on par with, I don't know, Pace Pop Pete. I don't feel <laughs> like they make this... Con- I mean, the power-wise, sure. So what else I remember is that somehow Onslaught shunted all the real heroes to an alternate Earth. Well, we're not there yet. Well, yeah, but I'm just, that's all I remember from Onslaught. At the end of the day, that's pretty much all you have to remember from Onslaught. They spend a lot of time building up Onslaught. He beats the Juggernaut. Uh, he, 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 which I, again, if you put Magneto's and Professor X's powers together, I don't really know how you get Onslaught's power set. Which yeah. I don't really know what it is. It's one of those omniscient or um, omnipotent. Um, what's that word? Omnipotent. All powerful. Yeah. yeah, he seems to be pretty much omnipotent, and I'm not sure how that works. Unless he just makes you think he's omnipotent because he's using Professor X's <laughs> brain power. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. Plus, he can control the iron in your blood. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, we saw at the end of last issue that Nate Gray, X Man, 
popped in at that last panel and said, hey, everybody. Yeah, welcome to Onslaught. Which was funny to me, I should have mentioned at the time, because it paralleled what happened at the beginning of that issue when uh, Loki, as that guy, <laughs> popped in and was like, hey, everybody. <laughs> The Avengers, I wonder if that happens all like every day to the Avengers. Like someone just pops in and Ed tells them some story. So Onslaught does not have. There is a reading order. I don't know what it is. The Onslaught crossover. I don't know. We're in phase one. But we're in phase one. There are, I believe, two phases. I don't know the difference between those phases. Mm-hmm. In one of those phases, he takes control of the Sentinels and has them attack New York. Okay. But I don't know which phase that is or what's going on with it. So this phase that we're in, this first phase, he has henchmen. Yes, it does have henchmen. You'll have to explain to me. At I some refuse. Point. Okay. <laughs> Much like I did with uh, with Nate Gray. Sorry, I. You know, guys. Here's the thing. I liked the X Men when I read them, but I don't care about the X Men anymore. I enjoyed. There are things about the X Men that I enjoy, and there are are eras of the X Men that are phenomenal. Sure. And I don't. None of them are happening during this time. I actually don't hate. I don't hate onslaught as the idea of this is a story about a, an a, omnipotent like i like the idea that he shunts the heroes out of this universe i have no problem with that it got us the thunderbolts yeah it's you know it's it's not a horrible idea what would the world do if all of its top heroes were gone what if you were left behind you'd be like what i'm not one of the top heroes well that's what happens with the black <laughs> widow come on man so i don't i don't hate the idea of onslaught but i don't like the idea that it was professor x and magneto in some sort of psychic for you, robot. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yep, yep. In any case. It's like Psychic Godzilla. Avengers number 401 came out in uh, was cover dated August of 1996. It is written by Mark Wade, penciled by Mike Deodato, and inked by Tom Palmer, and it is called Sins of the Father. So the Avengers are working with the X-Men to try to stop Onslaught. You're not going to tell us what's happened up to this point? <laughs> like, why is Gambit here? How'd that happen? Well, so the idea is... Well, that's the thing. So they're preparing to leave the mansion. Gambit is with them for reasons. Okay. Is that good enough? <laughs> yeah, sure. He, and he isn't sure he wants to get on an elevator with them, which I'm like, dude, calm down. Like he's, he, I don't know what he thinks is going to happen as soon as the elevator doors close. So he finally decides to go with them. He goes down to their new underground parking garage to fly out with them on a Quinjet. The Avengers are heading out to find Magneto and bring him in to see if he's responsible for Onslaught. And Dr. Pym has been able to use Cerebro as a template to nail down his location. Sure. As you do. Science. I do like the fact that Hank is is basically playing around with Cerebro and is very excited about this machine. I like when Hank gets to be a nerd because that's, you know, where he's at his best. Is this like a separate team of Avengers here that's... Yes. This is not everybody because some of the Avengers are off with another X-Men team. Is that who Pym is looking at there? Or are they, yes. w- or, or are they there with Pym? I think they're there with Pym. And who is all that? Well, you've got... Is that Crystal? Crystal, Black Widow, the Wasp, Wasp, Iceman, Hawkeye, and Bishop. Okay, so just Iceman and Bishop there. Yeah, not a lot of X-Men helping out the Avengers, apparently. Back in the Quinjet, Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch are giving Vision a class on Magneto, which is weird, as he's fought Magneto numerous times. <laughs> I don't know why he needs a history of wait, events he's lived through. Wait, wait, Scarlet Witch is related to Magneto? <laughs> Eventually, the entire team stops flying the Quinjet so they can hover behind her in an inky blackness. There's this panel where where everybody's like standing behind Wanda as she reminisces about, as she continues to flashback about her time with Magneto. It's very weird. 
It's like none of them know who Magneto is. Or maybe she's really good as a storyteller. And then Quicksilver's popping his head in to like wake her up. Yeah, he's like, hey, Wanda, whap, whap, whap. In Virginia, Rogue and Joseph, oi, don't ask, mm. but you're going to ask, aren't you? It's Magneto, but, but he doesn't it? know he's Magneto. But he's not Magneto because uh. it's it's later, much like Psylocke and her English oh. and Asian bodies. Yeah. It's later retconned that Joseph was a separate entity from Eric Lenscher. So dumb. Don't ask me about specifics. But at this point in time... You can tell he's not Magneto because he has long hair. Yeah, at this point in time, it seemed that Magneto had been de-aged and, um, what's it called when you can't remember things? Like the name of things? Dumb. <laughs> he'd Amnesi- been, an amnesiac. He'd been amnesiad. Amnesiad. De-aged and amnesiad. And so he doesn't realize that he used to be a world-conquering terrorist and believes he's just a simple mutant named Joseph. Just a cool dude in the 90s. And Rogue, who like to have sex with uh, terrorist Magneto, is very excited that she now gets a younger, I would say buffer Magneto, but he's always been ridiculously buff, (laughs) that she can have sex with. So the two of them went off on their own. Because the X-Men don't trust Joseph. Go figure. Yeah, right. Just because he looks like, has the exact same powers, and probably sounds like the man they've been fighting for decades. Do you know at what point Rogue's hair got more white? Didn't she just have like a streak of white hair? Well, she did date Gambit for a while, and I'm assuming that's what made her hair go more white. Because mm. he's got to be a handful. Just putting up with that accent all the time. Right? She's like, <laughs> oh my God, if you call me Cher one more time. <laughs> She's growing Cher hair. Cher hair. Cher hair. In Virginia, so in Virginia, Rogue and Joseph are trying to get their car fixed. As they leave the garage, they are accosted by the Avengers. Wait, did he just fix the car by doing magnet powers? Uh, well, he fixed the lift. the The mechanic oh, was right. like, he "I can't fix your car." Right. Right. Gotcha. Yes, I can't get. I can't fix your car because I can't get it he up. Couldn't get it up. It's what the... And Rogue was like, "Oh, I can fix that for you." Uh, maybe in the Joseph, next... give him a hand. <laughs> maybe in the next volume, we won't be thirteen years old anymore. <laughs> but I doubt it. As they leave the garage, they are accosted by the Avengers. Quicksilver rushes in and punches Magneto, starting a brawl with Joseph and Rogue on one side and the Avengers and Gambit on the other. The fight ends when Wanda realizes this is not her father and stops Quicksilver from impaling him. Uh, the fight over, the Avengers load Magneto and Rogue into their Quinjet and head back to the mansion. And that's it. That is the plot of this issue. Most most of this issue is a needless fight between the Avengers uh, versus Rogue and Magneto. I wouldn't say it's needless. My favorite part of it is when Iron Man goes up to Joseph to like fight and realizes, oh crap, I'm in metal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but it makes sense too, because again, this is young Tony Stark. Yeah. He doesn't have the experience that older Tony Stark does. I also like that he says he's definitely younger than I figured him to be. Because yeah. this dude's never met Magneto. <laughs> it's the look in his face like, whoops. Yeah. But I mean, it's a, it's a fine fight. I have no problem with the fight. I'm just saying there's not a lot of plot here. There's not. The plot here is the Avengers go to find Rogue and Magneto, and they do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stretch that out for 24 pages. Yeah. So I do like the fact that Quicksilver was completely prepared to impale his father. Yep. Impale him to death. There is a bullpen bulletins this issue uh, where they talk about the Onslaught crossover. They also talk about Uncanny Origins, which is a new series that is going to give you the origins of different X characters. Never done that before. And they talk about Mike Waringo, famous Avengers penciler, who is going to start taking a, or is going to be the new penciler on Sensational Spider-Man. <laughs> you penciled that one Avengers issue. Famous. <laughs> the letters page is not in the vi- the digital version, but there is a letters page. Uh, there's a note that after issue 402, the comic won't publish for two months 
But if you have a subscription, don't worry, they don't count those months against your subscription. You don't get empty folders sent to you. Right? <laughs> in today's world of 2023, that seems incredibly obvious. Yeah. But in 1996, I would imagine, I mean, there was never a month where the Avengers didn't publish at right. least one issue. But I always assumed your subscription was for a number of issues, not a number of months. Because what did they do when the Avengers were publishing two issues a month? Did that mean you had a six-month subscription instead of a year? Huh. I always, again, I always... don't remember. I used to... Did you have subscriptions? Not to the Avengers. I only ever subscribed to one comic book, and that was Transformers when Marvel had that. When you got them, did they come in that brown paper? Yep. That little, like, slip case thing? And they were often in worse shape than they were when I got them on the newsstand, <laughs> which is why I didn't get subscriptions to other comics. Yeah, I had subscriptions for a while, then let them lapse and started going to comic book stores. Yeah, and just get a subscription through them. Yeah, let them pull the stuff for me. Yeah. Let them mangle up, throw them in a box. <laughs> exactly. They can, they, can, they can fold my comics as well as the post office. I'll give you the whole experience. Mark Dido of Springwood, Australia, likes the Black Widow being wildly out of character and fighting with Mask. I mentioned that I did not like that. Yes, I He's don't. a fan. Yeah. Uh, he also likes Ben Rabb as a writer. Uh, they mentioned that Benedict is related to Machine Smith, and apparently they say you can see some of that in Captain America, but I do not remember that ever being in Captain America. Hmm. And they say Ben Rabb is writing a Black Knight one-shot. Which he probably did. Yeah. There I, were a few I, of those. I checked, and he did write one. I like Ben. I have nothing against Ben Rabb. It's not his fault he got yanked into the Avengers right before it was being uh He's still around, canceled. right? He's a writer? Yeah, I believe yes. so. I think he writes a lot of X stuff. Hmm. All right. Last issue of the Avengers oh ever. <laughs> this is Avengers 402 from September of 1996. It is written by Mark Wade, penciled by Mike Deodato, inked by Tom Palmer, and it is called End of the Line. A subway train in New York City has been trapped underground for three hours. Because we are in phase two, and that's the Sentinel attacking New York phase. The Avengers rescue it. I thought you said you didn't understand the two phases. I th as far as I know, that's the only difference. No Sentinels? Sentinels. They get the passengers to the surface, but the surface isn't much safer. So wait, did you... I'm sorry, did you mention that there was like an electromagnetic pulse here? That, oh, that that's right. That's taken out the power of the whole city. That's right. I'd forgotten mm -hmm. that. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We get the recap that, oh, we I'm get not, the recap. I'm not really listening to anything that you're saying, so I'm just going off on my own. <laughs> Did you have it written down? We get the recap that Onslaught released an EMP on New York City that oh, morning, all right, yeah. and the Avengers have been trying to help, but their forces are split on many fronts. Captain America, Thor, Scarlet Witch, and Wasp find the Black Widow, who's being mobbed by a crowd looking to her for help. So not only has he taken the power away, but he's kind of made these people, everyone in the city is like weird now. I don't think they're weird. I think that they're trying to show that this is... People are panicking. Yeah, but I feel like it's a contagious thing because then... Well, we'll get later on in the issue, Captain America gets involved in it. It just seemed like something that was happening psychically. I don't think so. I think no? that they thought Captain America was losing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. They did. Uh, Cap manages to save the Black Widow and the Avengers regroup, but the Widow is visibly shaken. She sends the others to a rendezvous while she stays behind to continue to patrol the city which is why the Black Widow doesn't get to play around in Heroes Reborn, but is stuck gotcha. here. Because she wants to run around the rooftops? Because she's the leader. Doesn't yes. make any sense. They really don't know what to do when they make a woman the leader of the Avengers. They think it's cool, but then they don't know what to do with them. I would definitely argue that with Black Widow. I would argue the Wasp had stuff to do. She got Sometimes. more to do. Especially like during Under Siege. Do you remember when Captain Marvel was the leader of the team? The less said, the better. <laughs> Prove my point. 
Uh, the quartet meet up with Iron Man, Quicksilver, and Dr. Pym, who've created some anti-telepathy helmets for the team. However, two of Onslaught's minions, Post and Holocaust, attack them for the helmets. Hey, it's the first time we've seen them. You should talk about them. I will not. <laughs> I actually how think did, they... How did Onslaught create his own henchmen? <laughs> I think they were Apocalypse's henchmen. This is... I could be way wrong on this, and please write in and tell us if I'm wrong. But my memory is that they were Apocalypse's, two of Apocalypse's horsemen of the Apocalypse. From the Age of Apocalypse? No, no. Well, maybe. From the future? They might have been, then they came to this world. I don't remember. Because they're not like death and famine, and that's not these guys. Well, death and famine aren't haven't always been death and famine. Like, you know, that's true. You Archangel was death for a while. Right, but well, then who were these two idiots? I'm not sure. Because <laughs> I don't recognize these characters at all. And I could be wrong, but my memory is that one of the first things Onslaught does is also beat the crap out of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And so his minions, you know, Apocalypse is all survival of the fittest, and his minions are like, you're no longer the fittest Apocalypse. It's Onslaught. We're going with him. Okay. And they do. All right. Anyway, as the fight rages, Wasp sees Cap just standing in the middle of the fight, and she thinks he's lost his drive. However, he's just been planning, and he quickly moves to hurt both the baddies so the rest of the team can take them down. The victory is short-lived, however, as Onslaught projects his face on a nearby billboard to taunt them. This just pushes the Avengers on, and they race to continue the fight. Till all are one! Yo, Joe! What? That's basically the end of the issue. Everybody's... All excited to be an Avenger. I guess also Avengers Assemble. Like, how did Charles Xavier and Magneto make that face? This is what I'm saying. (laughs) That's why I thought it was a robot. It just looks like a big robot. Uh, Uh, There's no bullpen Boltons in this issue. In the letters page, Mark Grunewald praises Tom Palmer, and they list all the Avengers issues that Tom Palmer inked. And uh, also, did you know that this is the last issue of this volume of the book? I've heard, yeah. It's being canceled and relaunched? Yeah. You know, also back in 1996, this was a relatively big deal that they were actually going to cancel these four titles. Because, I mean, this was at issue 402. Uh, Fantastic Four was at even a little bit higher in the 400s. Captain America and Iron Man were also both very high in, in, in title and number. And for them to cancel these and start them over seemed crazy. Not so crazy anymore. It's weird that those were the four titles that got relaunched like why why the fantastic four i feel like they found them they 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 felt that they were in like the avengers universe which they kind of are i mean but like they didn't relaunch thor no they canceled it no at this point in time thor gets canceled and he has a series in journey into they do journey into mystery they relaunch that but yeah thor doesn't really have a book for a while and then you've got your Spider-Mans and your Daredevils and who really aren't wandering around. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense to me, but that could just be because I've lived with it since 1996. <laughs> yeah. Not because it actually makes sense. Right. But yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know. What do you say about the first? Oh my God, I just closed my app out again. What do you say about the first volume of the 402? <laughs> yeah. Really? We're going to do that now. I don't think we have time. No, uh, we're not going to do that now. We are some sort of special wrap up episode. Or Next two. episode, we're going to do the last Avenger story because mm-hmm. it seemed appropriate. And also it's, it came out two years ago. So it seems like we should get to it eventually. Two years ago, our time? No, no. no two years, two years, years after time. this one. No, no, not after before. This came out before the issues we're talking about now. Oh, it actually came out in, it came out the year before these oh, issues. Okay. So we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to do a retrospective. It's crazy, with guest stars and stuff. It'll be like four hours long. And we're doing a variety show. It's going to be a telethon. Call in and yeah. give us money. I'm going to sing. Jason's going to dance. It's crazy. 
<laughs> we made puppets. But, you know, I... I understand why the series had to end with these onslaught issues because that's, that's why what causes it. Yeah. yeah, but it's kind of a shame that's how we had to end this series. You kind of wanted to end like the Sopranos, where they're just in the middle of something and it just goes blank. No, it's like a four-page issue. People are like, "Where the rest of the book go?" No, <laughs> I kind of wanted it to end with a storyline that focused more on the Avengers and yeah, less on. But that would be so like milk toasty, like so. Hey, we wrapped it up all nice with a bow, and oh, wasn't it great that the Avengers did cool stuff? The end. You don't think that's how this issue ends, 402? With the Avengers being like, look, we can beat anybody. Avengers assemble. Yes and no, but it's not the end of the story because you know they just beat this, but they still have to go on to beat Onslaught because they haven't beat Onslaught. I kind of would have... like an end-end. I kind of would have liked it to end something like it ended uh, before issue 300 where the team slowly falls apart yeah i was thinking about when they when they brought in the kooky quartet what was that issue 16 yeah and right before that like uh-huh. wasp and giant man went on vacation and like whoever else was on the team was like yeah i'm leaving too <laughs> i'm so proud of you it is issue 16 I, oh i know i know proud of you and somewhat worried i i know a lot of weird trivia i keep some certain issues in my head about really yeah so i can't be like what was issue 86 and you can tell me no i couldn't tell you 86 that's either. fine i couldn't either wasn't 11 the commissar was that issue 11 no, he was after the Kooky Quartet. Was so he, he was 17. Oh. Yeah, the Kooky, because the, the, I mean, could you see Thor fighting the Commissar? That would have been a very short issue. And Kang was nine. Yeah. And, yeah. and Captain America was four. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the first, you, you got a general idea of the first 16 issues. Yeah, I used to know, I used to know a lot more of them. When did? Just from trivia stuff. Sure. I used to know, like, Swordsman's first appearance, and uh, Vision is 58. Or 48, 40. No, Wait, no, oh, no, you're right. It's 58, I think. I think you might be right. The Swordsman is uh, right after the Commissar. He's at issue eight, 18. Is he? 18 or 19. Hmm. It might be 19. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's just spend the next half an hour <laughs> talking about random Avengers issues. That'll be fun for everybody. Yeah, we can do that. Do you remember that time? <laughs> uh, so in any case, I'm... A little disappointed this is how the series ends. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. Well, I feel like... I was going to mention it last episode. Like, usually we talk about, well, what did you think about this? And what, But there's so little going on to advance any kind of story with the team. Like, the last thing we had was, like, Hercules and Deathcry going off. Yeah. Because you're like, well, there's some sort of maybe a romance thing there, or maybe, like, a, a, a dad protecting a daughter kind of thing, because uh-huh. I'm not sure where that was headed. But that's, like, the last bit of anything emotional with the team everything else is just like they're going through the motions for these last four or five issues you weren't emotional about benedict <laughs> i wasn't and like the thing with wasp finding that thing i didn't remember henry did pym put that thing in her i don't remember well yes he tells us he did i think it was a tracker yeah i don't which is creepy it is creepy surprisingly which you that... back around to like yep that's a good reason for them to not be married anymore <laughs> yeah surprising that henry pym would do something creepy to the to, to Jana van dyne it's crazy but yeah there's just hasn't been an uh like every issue is just kind of like okay that issue's over and let's move on to the next thing and see what not happens yeah yeah so it's it sucks that it ends because you always you know we started this podcast because we liked the Avengers. Yeah. And now the Avengers are gone in whatever form they were. I mean, we're not going to stop the podcast. We, we talked about that before. <laughs> we were like, we could just do this and stop. Yeah. But I think we've built it up now to a point where we'll keep going and... Start our Defenders podcast. What happens next. Yeah, we can do them parallel to each other. Sure. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you all for listening to us as we did the first 402 issues of this comic. Plus specials and annuals and everything else. And West Coast Avengers. And, and, and we will... Oh, that's right. I forgot about Avengers Spotlight. Yeah. That was 40 issues just there. We will be back next week to talk about the last Avengers story, and we will be back after that to do a retrospective. And then back after that to... Talk about Volume 2. Figure out what's happening next. <laughs> I'm actually kind of excited about Volume 2, because there's some ideas in Heroes Reborn I really like. Good thing is it's short. We can do that in like three, three four episodes. It's not going to take long. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you want to get in touch with us, give us comments. Tell us what's actually happening with Onslaught. Uh, our email address is avenginghour at gmail.com, and you can find us on Instagram at theavengingour. Thanks for listening. Email address is avenginghour at gmail.com, and you can find us on Instagram at theavengingour. Thanks for listening.